Hello, it is May 17th, 2003. This is Frank Edward Nora, and I'd like to record some of the dreams that I had last night. Right now it's about I don't know, 10 or 11 a.m. Had some very strange dreams last night. First of all, <clears throat> there was one scene where I was uh, in an office and I was there somehow to investigate something and uh, there's, I crawled behind kind of like a desk but it's almost like the computer was on the level of the floor and I was investigating it and uh, Behind this guy's computer monitor, there was like this this gun type device, but it was almost like like a staple gun. But it had this kind of mechanism where you could lift it up or down, uh, and it would kind of stay there. And it was like was sort of shiny chrome or silver colored, and it had a little I don't know was it a trigger, and uh, what it, what it shot was little black uh, aquarium rocks. And um, so then right across from the gun was a, was a wall. Um, I guess it was kind of like a, I don't know if it was a brick wall or it almost like rock or brick or something. Um, but I understood it to be the, the outside wall of the office of, of a guy who sort of owned the computer. Um, so I shot a, an aquarium rock into the wall and it sort of, like shattered and disintegrated. Um, so I kept doing it over and over again, shooting it, and uh, each time it would kind of, the rock would just hit the wall and then just kind of break apart and disintegrate. So I'm like, oh man, this guy has a force field around his office. So uh, then I sort of crawled back out of behind there, and I don't know, I was doing something with a pen, like, I remember writing down something that looked like a signature. This was during the dream sometime. I just was doodling, but it looked like a signature of someone else. Um, then this guy, uh, this guy, uh, Joe, that I know in real life, he came up to me, and, I, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, this guy has this office with a force field. Oh, and another point in the dream, I mentioned it to the guy. He's like, oh, I see you have a force field on your office. He's like, oh, wow, I'm glad someone noticed. <laughs> um... So, Joe's like, I told Joe, oh, this guy has like a force field on his office. And he's like, dude, you gotta stop taking so many drugs. So I showed him, and I started shooting that thing, and it, at first it just started bouncing off. And for some reason, I had gone a little bit to the right, and there was a corner. And now the, the wall was sort of more colorful, and I don't know, it had like pictures on it, colorful patterns. And, but then I, I, a few of them I hit, and they did disintegrate. But some of them were just bouncing off. And I'm like, nah, I haven't done that much drugs today. Then I realized, oh, wait, I did. I was like, uh, I, uh, you know, did a lot of marijuana today. I did a lot of LSD today. And I was like saying all these drugs that I had taken. And uh, something, there was a, something with a bus. This is just sort of coming back to me. And some kind of like a huge thing of 
marijuana in a bus or something. Um, well, anyway, there was more about me and a couple of people getting into this office. And just look, looking around. Um, the bus. Yeah, there was something with the bus. It must have been earlier. It's kind of a messed up bus, weird seating arrangement inside. But anyway, there was a, another part where I was uh, on another planet. Somehow I was on a spaceship and it crashed on another planet. And I just remember we had a computer, kind of an older computer, and I think I was using it to do something. And I know at one point the computer was like doing something very slowly, and I made like a joke to the other people that were there. I'm like, we're on an alien planet like a zillion miles from Earth and yet we can't even get this computer to go fast. And I was like, they, la they laughed, it was like a joke. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, there were other things related to this, being on this planet. I don't know, some books or something written down or something like a drawer. Can't really remember. Then, uh, kind of the most recent part of the, the latest part in the dream, towards when I woke up, um, I woke up, and I don't know if this is where, not only the marijuana thing was there, but I woke up, and I was on an airplane, and uh, apparently it was a plane that was going to, to Disney World, but I had been uh, put on there without my knowledge, and put, without my... Um, consent. So like, I walked up to the front of the plane. It was almost like a bus where, you know, you could go down to the right and leave. And uh, I said, that the, and, the, and the driver, and the plane was like taxiing, but it was going around and around. So I'm like, oh, can you just let me off when we get back to the station, whatever, the airport? And it was weird. The plane was darkened, and there were a lot of other people there, and there was people around me. So I got off, and a couple other people got off as well. That just comes to remind me that that was really like my experience on 9-11 in real life when uh, I got off the bus and a few other people got off at the same time because we had heard about the airplanes crashing into the Twin Towers on the radio. So in the dream, it seemed like that was kind of a similar atmosphere, people getting off. In this case, I got off because I was... Uh, I had been put there... Um, you know, against my will. So we I, we get off and then we sort of walk through the, I don't know if you want to say a customs area or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, oh, they don't, since I just got off a plane, they don't know, maybe I'm from another country and I just want to walk through here without anyone noticing me, which I did. Me and the other people. Uh, one guy I remember had like white hair. I was older. They're not that old, like in maybe his fifties. So then I'm like, damn, I must have some some luggage on there. So I go up to this guy. I'm like, hey, uh, I was on that plane out there, that, and I saw the plane like moving down towards the runway. I'm like, well, I have luggage on, on there. I need to get my luggage back. He's like, so it's an emergency. So he picks up a walkie-talkie. I'm like, nah, it's not really an emergency. I mean, I don't really need it back immediately. Like I could get it back in a week. It'd be okay. He was kind of looked kind of confused. 
Because then I went out and was talking to people, and one guy in the dream was this guy, James, from work. And uh, this was actually a really interesting uh, thing to happen in a dream. Uh, we went back, and the guy was sitting at a, at a desk opposite. So we, so he went, so we were sort of talking about it. I'm like, well, you know, I should get, I guess I should get it back now if you can, just recall the plane. And the guy was like writing things down. And this guy, James, uh, he's like, I hear you, as an airport employee, you can be easily bribed or influenced by, by, by gifts. And the guy's like, huh? And he, and he puts it down like this crappy, like little, little like TV remote control. He's like, this is here, here you go. And the guy's like, what? He's like, oh, no, I just got that from the other room. It's just your TV remote. So it was just, <laughs> like, someone in a dream just making just, just, just like a lame joke, <laughs> really a lame joke. It was funny. I guess you don't really see that kind of lame humor too much. It's like, I hear you can be bribed. He just gives up, like, like his own, like, stupid TV remote control. So I think that's a lot of what I can remember. There was more going on in the other planet thing. It was sort of overlaid on my parents' house, like, their living room and dining room stuff. I think that part, you know, when they gave the remote control, then the phone rang, someone left a message in real life, and, <coughs> and, um, that's just when I kind of woke up. Um, and the airport was, you know, it was all kind of, it was a dark, and the airplane was dark, and the airport was kind of somewhat dark. It was very strange. And then looking out, as the plane went away. But if I could remember any more about the bus. I think it was like, again, where my parents lived at the top of the street, there was like a bus stop. And I remember waiting, getting on the bus and sort of seats along the sides and a weird seating arrangement and thinking about how the seating you know, you gotta get a good seat on this bus, and then you can just relax. Something about relaxing or finding a good spot and then sleeping. Something about it. Something's coming to me. Something about being in a house, being like miniature, like a pet, or something. Yeah, there's, there's definitely something else. Another cool part of the dream. smaller big different animals like interacting being in a house being miniature that's uh, it's faded I guess I think I was like being one of these characters or animals in a dream I think it was inspired by a commercial I saw last night, which was really stupid. It had, like, this cat in this house, and then these three little miniature Volkswagens went around and destroyed the house, and then the cat's owner thought the cat had done it. It was really stupid, so it was kind of inspired by that, I think, but can't really resolve any, any particulars on that one. Anyway, the, uh, definitely some 
symbolism in these dreams that relates to the real world in terms of me getting losing my job and then the money to bring me back as a freelancer working for another company. Anyway, the sort of the, the executives have these force fields where they can make they do these stupid things and get away with it. Um, me being put on this plane without my knowledge was uh, really seems to be like they're trying to. They fired me and now they're trying to get me to go back to work in the same place, in the same computer, doing the same things, but just then as a freelancer for an outside contractor. So that might be kind of like the, uh, you know, the, the plane that I was put on without my knowledge. You know, they said it's going to Disney World, which would represent that it's going somewhere good, but then you know, I got off, and then that reminded me of the, the 9-11 getting off the bus. Kind of shows that they, it's 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 not something good, it's something bad that it's leading towards. So. That would definitely, uh, you know, just like being just part of a group that's sort of separated, and even in the office, just kind of being separated out. So, definitely some interesting dreams. Can't recall that part about being small and in the house, just barely getting a few flashes here and there. But so I guess there's a lot more to it. But just uh, that's all I remember. All right, that's it. Bye bye. Hey, it's later on now. I just wanted to add another dream I had. I went back to sleep. Somewhat related, I guess. It was. Uh, Definitely based on this mall I went to in Brooklyn uh, the other day. Actually, the day I got laid off. Um, but in this dream, it was like a Toys R Us, and I was there with a few other people, you know, dream friends. And it was like a mall. We started off in the Toys R Us, which there was at that mall in real life. And um, there were these. We went out in the mall. It was almost like a a spiral, kind of going up, kind of thing. Uh, actually, it's weird because I actually thought of going to the Guggenheim recently, but that's what the mall was like. What? Was confirmed on tape recording. My dream from last night. So in this mall, uh, there were these little games, and it was like something. It was sort of on the ground, and uh, sort of a, something filled with water. And then there was a little thing where the water sort of peeled back and it sort of formed like this little uh, opening, kind of like a coin slot, and you had to like drop coins into it, like accurately. And I remember trying to do it, like wasting a lot of money on it, thinking I shouldn't be wasting the money, and then I, I went to another machine and I won like some sort of weird, like Twinkie, like snowball, kind of really uh, rich looking snack uh, or something. And then maybe like a little doll or some stupid little, little action figures or something. So that was a little addendum to the to the dream. <laughs> there you go. No, it's Wednesday, June eleventh, two thousand three. It's nine forty-three a.m. And I just had a dream that was really weird. So it started off. I was at home in my apartment. And uh, my wife says, there's, there's police outside. And somehow we're like, uh, you know, somehow we, we realize that these police are coming in to like, maybe like arrest me or something. So 
I figure that it is the uh, it recently um, in real life um, Verizon had to turn over the name of one of their high-speed internet or several of their high-speed internet customers the RIAA for, for pirating files so I thought oh it was me so I started like backing up computer files I'm like don't open the door let them break it down and I'm on my computer trying to back up files because I figured I would take all of my uh, my CDs and stuff and just uh, you know like try to hide it hide it and stuff so Um, but I wasn't doing too well with the, uh, making the backup. It doesn't seem like computers and machines work too well in Dreamland, but, uh, um, finally the guy's at the door, they're banging on the door. I'm like, okay, just, just sort of let them in. I said, all right, let them in, whatever. And it was a guy, it wasn't even like a policeman, it was like a guy, like, in a white shirt or something. Well, they basically said that, it's like, you're being charged with... something like uh, making fun of the, the root of a home of a retarded person or the uh, you know like the home of a retarded person so it's like basically you're being um, arrested or you're being charged with uh, making an insensitive joke towards a disabled person what and you know like he was standing like in my office and I'm like what the hell it's like And I was like, um, getting mad. I'm like, well, I'm gonna counter sue them for this frivolous lawsuit and all this other stuff. I was getting all angry. Then, somehow, like, the scene shifted to outside the apartment, and this, like, limousine drove by with this sort of Michael Jackson look, look like in it, and all these people with, like, they had gotten, like, you know, like, pies thrown out their faces. Like, there was some implication that that. There were people like that in one of his videos. That he had a... It was almost like a parody of him. That that he sort of, like, had people like that in his entourage. With his, you know, like sort of in a slapstick movie having a pie thrown at your face. Um, and, uh... Then I realized it's like... I'm like... In my mind, I think I had recently had contact or been been part of the show, Jackass or something, and I realized that it was like, like they that this was like a fake thing and that they were filming me and it was this whole uh, thing. And it, actually, in in retrospect, it seemed like like that show pumped on MTV with a uh, you know it's like candid camera. They but they set up celebrities and stuff, and so that was like perfect. Like you're being charged with making fun of so you know. So it was like totally like somebody would be on that show I'm like ah you jerk you jerk so we go I go outside I'm still not 100% sure um and I guess the guy could have been like a Johnny Knoxville or something cause I just saw Jackass last night on TV I guess that's what inspired it so anyway what happened then was kind of like a helicopter in the sky, and then you, I saw this this thing launching into the sky. Like, first I look up, I'm like, 
sort of down the street towards the 7-Eleven, and I look over, you know, up towards, on, you know, towards New York City. Jesse, what are you doing? Jesse, stop. Um, and, like, the sky turned orange, and I'm with this, like, Johnny Knoxville type guy, and I'm like, holy shit, look at that. And, uh, we're like, what is that, like, that? atomic bomb or something, and it was just like, shit, I'm like, shit, no, no. But then we see something, like, shooting up into the sky. And, uh, I guess that was the mailman. Um, and, um, it almost looks like Like, we just have this, like, whatever, Tupperware-type thing of just, uh, you know, to put, put a drink in with, like, a lid and stuff, like a blue lid. It looked like that. It was, like, but it, so it was, like, really big, and it was, like, then it starts moving and, like, pointing towards us. And we're, like, no, 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 don't point towards us, don't point towards us. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's, like, some sort of satellite or something. So, anyway... It's, it's like a... a beam um, like probably be like a foot wide just like almost like a laser beam or really bright light and it's going like down the sidewalk like right right by us we're like oh no you know so then I get separated from this guy I start running and this thing is like it's almost like following me though I'm not 100% convinced it's following me yet I'm like running and it will like like everything gets really bright like everything around me, like super bright, like almost like I feel like getting like washed out. I'm like shit, and then I think to myself, is this like some sort of orbiting laser or something, or some sort of like laser that's like targeting me? And uh, so I'm like, I'm trying to get home, and I sort of can't. I sort of went too far, and at this point, it's like, like I'm thinking that my home is like sort of a house 469 but that's like first three digits of my parents phone number but it's like so in a dream I sort of superimposed this street that I live on but then there's houses here instead of apartments I'm trying to get home and but I'm up by this this house and it's the uh, it's actually the, the Brady Bunch house but it was all, uh, like, all the, like, sort of, like, all the walls were, like, made of glass and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's a Brady Bunch house. And, like, one, it was kind of in disrepair. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where they filmed the Brady Bunch. And I was looking at it. And I looked towards, you know, the right-hand side, like, the, the living room and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. But even that was sort of superimposed uh, a little bit on my grandmother's house. I'm like, oh, yeah, on the right-hand side, there's a living room. And... Oh, boy. Yeah, it has glass walls, like, um, you know, because that's good in Hollywood, because it has good views and stuff, and, I mean, you know, as I'm running past it, then, like, everything gets really bright again, so I'm running, I'm thinking, and, and then I'm running, and it's, like, the road that's right there is, like, uh, there's also, like, like uh, this valley road that, by where I, I grew up. 
so it's like a, superimposing like all this stuff like the road I live on now the road I grew up on everything Shit, they're following me. Like, how can they know where I'm going? I guess I'm running in the woods. I'm like, there's no way they can know I'm in here. They can't see me from up there and all this other stuff. And, it, um, and as I'm like running away, I think that's when I, when I woke up. And uh, what occurred to me after I woke up was that this guy who came with this like bogus charge could have like you know, planted like a tracker on me and then. <laughs> This orbiting laser was was sent down to like like uh, get me, <laughs> kill me or whatever. That was a very uh, very troubling dream. But it wasn't really like a nightmare, but it was like it was scary. Because I mean, if I was being hit by this thing, it was like things were getting very bright. But it wasn't like hot or anything. So so I don't know. And then another thing occurred to me after I woke up was that it sort of seemed like this white light and everything sort of seemed like. Uh, alien abduction type modus operandi, so. Anyway, it was, you know, kind of like just a weird dream, you know, but I don't know quite how to analyze it. Being targeted definitely just sounds like kind of a, like a paranoid type thing, and Just places where I live and everything, and pretty bunch house. I did slightly remember an earlier part of the dream where there was something. Oh yeah, he mentioned something about like when the guy came in to like tell me the charges and stuff. He mentioned something about people getting together to play video games, uh, like playing Odyssey two, and um, they. Uh, you know, like somehow maybe there's a retarded person there that I sort of made fun of, and I'm like, this is bullshit. I think there was a part of the dream earlier that involved some place where there were some stairs, and I kind of thought that that was a time when I made, made a big joke about someone, you know, in retrospect in the dream. to go to someplace in the woods that, to find something or 
maybe it was another train station or and we, we missed the road a couple times anyway just a few brief very vague uh, images of the dream <laughs>